Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. The program is dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. We have an excellent show. We have an excellent guest coming back to visit with us. We'll go to him in just a moment. First of all, of course, I want to let you know the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Generous servings of prime cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. They're located conveniently 729 Lee Road. That's just two blocks west of I-4. Reservations recommended, 407-645-4443. Friends, we're pleased to be joined by Chris Anderson, Supervisor of Elections for Seminole County. Of course, he joined us several times last year during election season. He, of course, was elected in a landslide landslide election in November, and it's great to have Chris Anderson back with us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Chris, thanks for coming over. Great to see you. Roger, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And you know, you right now you're in. We'd like, we'd like to, of course, talk to you about you know think an update and things mm-hmm. that are happening at the Supervisor of Elections Office. But uh, right now you're involved in a major charitable project. Can you share a little bit about that with us? Absolutely. Um, it's uh, to combat opiate addiction. Uh, we, as a law enforcement officer, I've responded to folks that have. Uh, overdosed, and I have uh, also, as a homicide investigator, worked uh, the deaths of folks that uh, have passed away because of it. Uh, and not to say that I uh, have experienced it personally, but I understand the, the the grief and the heartache and the the difficulties that come with trying to get past it. And uh, leadership seminal classes twenty nine and thirty have uh, picked the Hope and Healing Center that just opened up here in Seminole County. It's the first of its kind. Um, we're going to sponsor 15 folks. We're going to raise some money with an event that we're putting on. Uh, we we'll sponsor 15 folks that are battling opiate addiction and get them into this Hope and Healing Center so we can uh, help them on their recovery. It, it's a great cause. I'm joined by Commissioner Matt Morgan. Uh, uh, Advent Health uh, CEO Tim Cook is actually a classmate of mine for Leadership Seminole 29. So it was very personal for us as we went through Leadership Seminole together uh, to choose something that he was already involved in as well. And, and you know, having uh, Sheriff Lima uh, involved as, as well. Uh, it's just a great tag team. You're just looking at leaders coming together, leading by example, and getting things done. Now, can you talk a little bit about how this initiative came about? Sure. So Leadership Seminole has a, you know, one of the things we have to do as a class, we have to pick a cause that uh, we believe in, and and we have to go out and put the work in and bring that uh, cause, support the cause, uh, and however we can. And in my case, you know, I'm willing to go into the ring with uh, the seven-foot-tall, 300-pound Blueprint, former WWE uh, superstar and current Longwood Commissioner Matt Morgan. So um, I believe that that uh, 
is a representation. That challenge for me is a representation of the challenges that folks that are currently battling opiate addiction and the families of those who have suffered from opiate addiction um, have the challenges that they have to get and the obstacles they have to get over every day. So I'm going in the ring and taking on this challenge for them. Uh, you know, 740 people overdosed uh, in Seminole County last year. And that's actually a 60% increase uh, from the year prior, which was already a higher number. So we have to do something about it. And some folks may say, well, why the supervisor of elections or or why why the commissioner of Longwood? Um, when you get involved in public office, I believe it's important that what we should be doing is improving the quality of life of those in which we serve. And we all have our ways in which we do it. And this is another way of doing it. It's leading by example, willing to put it on the line and, you know, climb into the wrestling ring and uh, try something out new. But if it's going to save someone's life, which is uh, something that I've done my entire life anyways, as a law enforcement officer and in the military, then I'm all for it. Friends, we're glad you're joining us today to the on the Roger Frank and Williams show. Our guest is Chris Anderson, supervisor of elections in Seminole County. He's talking about a major new community initiative that he is involved in a, in a leadership role, the Hope and Healing Center, the effort to combat opiate addiction in Seminole County. And Chris, I know I know the opiate addiction and people dying as a result is a you know, it's, it's literally kind of a is it an epi, a nationwide epidemic. Right. Um, I, I'm a little surprised it, it hits so close to home here in Seminole County. Can you talk just a little bit about, you know, what's happening in Seminole County? What are some of the conditions and why are we having this problem? Well, you know, a lot of things bring about that. You know, from my law enforcement experience, you know, this, this started, um, you know, 2007 uh, and it continued. And, you know, state of Florida, we were uh, considered to be a pill mill, if you will. Uh, we had a lot of uh, practices here uh, where folks were coming from other states, uh, coming to doctors and, and uh, looking for folks to uh, give them prescriptions. So, you know, uh, Florida cracked down on it, um, but that didn't they cracked down on the the illegal behavior surrounding it. But the symptoms of crime uh, is what we need to take a look at. And uh, the sh- Sheriff Lima can speak much more about this because he spearheaded this initiative here in Seminole. And um, listening to him and having experienced it myself, I see the effects of opiate addiction. It reaches everyone's home. Uh, it is not, it's an equal opportunity uh, monster that, uh, as Matt Morgan has described it, um, who has uh, had his own challenges with opiate addiction. So as you can see, the people that are involved from Sheriff Lima to to Matt Morgan to myself, we have a personal connection to this cause. What makes it what what that's what makes it so easy to 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 get involved and do this for these folks. And you know, I, again, it's just leaders from Seminole County doing what what we have always done is that's come together for a great cause and uh, get these people the help that they need. And kind of to follow up that question, and and I have kind of observed this, you know, way from afar. Um, of course, I, I know people. My life has been touched, too, by people that I know, mm-hmm. you know, that have you know, had this such a, actually Absolutely. died from, from overdoses. Um, but can you 
tell us what who who gets involved with this and, and from what I know and from what you've shared with us just now it seems like it's a very eclectic kind of a kind of a thing um, right. but, but how, how do people uh, get in, get involved in this I know one route are people that have surgeries mm-hmm. or you know yeah. professional ball players even absolutely um, you know they start taking painkillers you know as a, as a process of their of their healing and 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 they become addicted I know that's one one avenue there well, you, and that's that's it. You know, it, it travels this legal highway, right? And then at some point it can fall off because a lot of the opiates, and I don't claim to be an expert on any of these, um, can are are uh, sometimes referred to as synthetic heroin. So what we saw in law enforcement um, is once we crack down on the illegal activities surrounding a lot of uh, uh, pill mills, if you will, is what they were referred to, um, then we saw the illegal increase in heroin use because that is the like substance to the legal version of uh, of these opiates that we are talking about. Um, I myself have caught folks in a bathroom stall in a uh, in a gas station shooting up, and um, I got there, and obviously they were in possession of narcotics, so that, um, I had to place them under arrest, but. You know, what was the issue? And I asked this this person, you know, what happened? She got into a car accident and she was, you know, got hooked on those medications. Well, then at some point they stopped the prescription. And as they should have, because they felt like maybe she was abusing them. So she, her alternative now was to go to the street form of of that drug, some components of it, which was heroin. So as we, as the sheriff of Seminole County, uh, Dennis Lima has said before, crime is a symptom of other things. We have to start looking at the symptoms, right? We, we, we have to start looking at what's causing this behavior. And this person that I'm referring to is, is a, someone who would benefit from the hope and healing center because she's someone's, this person is someone's child, someone's parent, someone's sister, someone's brother, right? This person deserves to, uh, is a jail cell the proper place or is a hope and healing center where they can get better and, and, and now return back to society prepared uh, much with the tools that they need to stay sober, right? So I think, you know, you know, from a personal perspective and just from seeing this, there are many different avenues that people come in contact with this from, you know, I, I've, I've, I've seen it all, Roger. I mean, I, I've just, I've seen, you know, matter of fact, my first arrest in law enforcement was involving uh, these types of pills that were illegally possessed. It was my very, well, I was in training as a matter of fact uh, at the Indian river County Sheriff's office. So that's just how impacted it is. Fascinating topic. And, uh, we appreciate your efforts and the other leaders' efforts to help find some solutions. And one of those solutions is the Hope and Healing Center initiative, which we're talking about today with Chris Anderson, Seminole County Supervisor of Elections. We'll continue to, to talk about it when we come back from our break. Before we go to break, I want to give a shout-out to my friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair and let you know about them because they have been a huge benefit to me for the past literally 20 years. We all know how disconcerting it can be uh, when our car breaks down or we see that engine light come on. 
especially if we don't have a trusted person that we know that we can take our car who, first of all, is competent to fix it. Secondly, who's going to do it for a fair price? Well, I don't have that problem because of the guys over at Sheeler Auto Repair. And I encourage you to get over and visit them, too. You can find them at 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. And please be sure to tell them Roger Frank and William sent you. We'll be right back with Chris Anderson, Supervisor of Elections for Seminole County. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. Of course, on our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, we do that from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, and country. Right now, we're talking about an issue that's affecting many people in Simmel County and then Cole County, in fact, and that is the problem of opiate addiction. It's actually a nationwide problem, as most of you know. And we're talking about a, a, a new initiative by leaders in Simmel County, including our guest, Chris Anderson, Supervisor of Elections, to confront this, combat it, and hopefully find some solutions and help real people in their real lives. Uh, one of those primary initiatives is the Hope and Healing Center, and we're hearing about that today. Before we go back to Chris Anderson, I want to let you know about our friends over at Florida Door Solutions, and mainly I want you to know that, of course, Florida Door Solutions supports our program. They support all the programs you hear here on the AM, new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. So when you have garage door problems, I want you to know that Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them, of course, at fladoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. Also want to give a shout out to our friends up at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. But you know that for the entire month of March and the entire month of April, there are some outstanding bargain sales on top quality lawnmowers and, and outdoor power equipment products at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. I encourage you to get up to see Mike and all the great guys at Apopka Moore. They're located 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's also known as Highway 441 on the north side of Apopka. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now back to Chris Anderson, Supervisor of Elections in Seminole County, and we're talking about the new initiative to a combat opiate addiction, the Hope and Healing Center of Seminole County. Now, Chris, can you talk about some of the nuts and bolts of the Hope and um, Healing Center? How, where, where's the funding coming from? You know, how, how did it all get started? You know, who's helping get it off the ground? Those kinds of things, the staffing. So, you know, this initiative, um, you know, Sheriff Lima has been spearheading, uh, you know, a lot of uh, different task force across the state. Uh, and he kept he brought it home as well. Uh, he partnered with uh, Advent Health uh, and the and the CEO and my classmate for Class Twenty Nine, Tim Cook. Uh, they des- they are the ones that uh, spearheaded and put this entire thing together. Um, you know, there are other uh, also all other donors that uh, got involved to bring this up. And you know, the idea was 
we need to be a part of the corrective strategy, right? Because as I explained to you, when I got involved in law enforcement, the only action that could be taken was, you know, let's arrest this person. Well, now, thanks to Advent Health and private dollars that the taxpayers didn't have to spend, but will have a benefit of using this center. So folks that come into to the, the, the John Polk Correction Facility, if they have an opiate addiction and they're suffering, now there's a place for them. And I'm not saying that pe- folks don't get punished for their behavior. However, again, crime is a symptom of other things. So, uh, you know, I'll leave it to Sheriff Lehman, and Tim Cook, to CEO Tim Cook, to talk about the nuts and bolts of how they brought this whole thing to light. But I, I share my reasonings for getting in the ring with this, this uh, uh, pro wrestling superstar who has wrestled with Hulk Hogan and all these big names that we know, and it's actually kind of an honor. But, you know, I, I, I'll share this story with you. When I was a detective... I was investigating a, a case, and the 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 mom knew who had stolen uh, her brand new uh, riding lawnmower, and it was her daughter. Her daughter was addicted to opiates, and her mother called me and begged me, begged me, to arrest her daughter. She said, "This is the only thing that's going to save her life, Detective Anderson. I need you to arrest my daughter." Because as long, this is her exact words, as long as she's in jail, I know she's okay. We should not, as a society, have family members wanting other family members that are have an opiate addiction or any addiction to drugs, thinking that jail is the only option for safe haven. And kudos to Advent Health and the Seminole County Sheriff's Office or creating a place where those folks can go to heal. And I just wish I would have had that opportunity back then when that mom was uh was begging me. I never had that happen to me in my career since and it's uh and and I've even had to deliver the news to parents. Uh one uh, I was in the middle of the night. It was probably about one 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 o'clock in the morning and uh different jurisdiction, but we had to go make the death notification that hey your son is not coming home, and he overdosed. Um, I had to sit with the family. Um, those things don't leave you. They stay with uh, I can remember the, the layout of the furniture in the home. You never forget those things. So it was very easy when they asked, well, who, who's going to volunteer to go jump in the ring with, with uh, this big guy and, uh, who, who was known for throwing people around? He was an American gladiator, as a matter of fact. And, you know, of course, uh, I raised my hand. Being a soldier, we don't back down. We take the fight to the, to, the, uh, to the enemy. And the enemy in this case is opiate addiction. I'm very grateful to be among great people like Tim Cook, Dennis Lima, and Matt Morgan uh, to, to uh, sponsor 15 people through this program. Those were powerful accounts. Thank you for sharing with us. And thanks for yeah. great work you're doing on, on this initiative. Friends, we're speaking with Chris Anderson, Supervisor of Elections for Seminole County. Of course, he joined us several times last year as well. And speaking of 
you know, the election, Chris, I just, first of all, wanted to congratulate you. You, I know you Thank were, you. I, I mean, I personally witnessed how hard you worked um, on that, you know, bid f- to to be elected after you, yes. know, you were already serving because you'd been appointed, but it was actually your selected first. Selected to elected. That's what first, they call it. Uh, <laughs> first campaign. That's right. And, um, you know, you were welcome, uh, elected with overwhelming a margin, a landslide margin. I congratulate you. And, um, you know, can Thank you just you. talk talk a little bit about uh, how things have gone, you know, since since that election and here in the new year? Well, you know, I'm, I, I, my my ring name is exactly what I am, and that's the people's supervisor. I don't get swayed by political winds. I do what's right. I said it in front of the governor. I said it the day I was elected, and I'll keep saying it. Elections are political, but my work as as the people's supervisor is principled. And, you know, our elections office uh, is nationally recognized by the Election Assistance Commission now because we are the only – uh, uh, elections office in the country that uh, utilize Q-tips to uh, to run an election. So we found that if you, you know, with COVID-19, how are we going to do in-person voting and keep people from touching the same items? Because that's very frequent uh, in a normal voting environment. Well, we had to get very creative and we took a Q-tip. We wrapped aluminum foil around the stem. If you get the, the, Q, the, the cotton part wet and it touches that uh, aluminum foil, it can it uses static electricity and allows you to sign on iPads uh, seamlessly. So we created the seminal safety stylus is what I refer to it. And uh, I'm very proud to say that um, it's not me. It's the folks that are dedicated to the craft. And that's the men and women of the supervisor of elections office. Uh, we have over 800 election workers and they went out and they put on uh, the best show in town on November 3rd, and they delivered a big win for every for everybody. The results came in. They were accurate. We didn't have any issues, and I'm very, very grateful. Uh, and, look, that was, a, that was a team effort because, you know, COVID required us to come together on many different levels. You know, I asked for assistance from other municipal government offices and personnel, and from the county and from other constitutional offices, they all stepped up and they all helped out. And that's, again, what makes Seminole so great. Once again, you got, you know, the sheriff, the supervisor, commissioners coming together. It's it's what we do in order to make things work well. And, uh, you know, uh, the election itself was a it was a tall task. We had uh, one hundred and four thousand people vote by mail. We had 115,000 people vote in uh, in person for early voting, and we actually had 42,000 folks vote uh, on election day. So we had a 78.4 percent overall turnout, which is one percent lower than 2016 presidential election cycle. Um, so we and we saw that uh, you know our results reported in a timely manner. Uh, we we didn't have any issues, which was great. Um, we want to continue to keep uh, improving that. So, you know, we got I got a couple of new things. I'd like to see wait times placed on the website. So it'd be cool for a voter to go to our website, uh, you know, on their mobile device or on, on their, their home computer and be able to pull up wait times to see, you know, hey, you know, what 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 early voting site should I go to here today? And uh, and that's some of the things that I'm hoping to bring. I want to make the voter experience uh, fair, equitable, and easy to access, so everybody gets a chance to make their oval target. Thanks for that great update, and thanks for being here and sharing about 
the initiative that you're involved in, Hope and Healing Center, the Hope and Healing Center in Seminole County, part of the efforts to combat opiate addiction and to provide help and solutions for real people in their lives battling this. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. I appreciate it, Roger. Thank you. And it's looking forward to, hey, we'll you know, look to getting together with uh, Mr. Clark and yeah. Sheriff Lima, too, and yeah. love to continue. Please keep us up to date on, on this um, This Yeah, I'll get him here. No problem. Because I know it's very important. Absolutely. Well, friends, uh, we're going to go to break in just a moment. Before we do, I want to give a shout-out to our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic. Of course, they've been voted best chiropractor now for 16 years in a row. So when you're in pain, I encourage you to get over to see Dr. St. Germain, Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Also, before we go, I, I do want to give a shout out to our mutual friend, Grant Malloy, Clerk yes. of Court Grant Malloy. He's the one that uh, introduced me to you and Absolutely. got you coming on the show. Thank and, you, uh, Grant. Yeah, I really, uh, really appreciate that connection. And it's uh, great to support somebody who does the great work that you do and, and work so hard at it. Grant's a great mentor. Um, can't say enough great things about Grant. So um, I, w- I just talked to him today, as a matter of fact. At least he answered my phone call, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, but yeah, but, but yeah I, I think he answers everybody. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm not aggravating him too much. <laughs> well, friends, we'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. I have a great show for you today with great guests. Looking forward to sharing them with you and their insights. We'll introduce them in just a moment. First, of course, I want to let you know that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Prime cuts of, generous cuts of prime beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old-school elegance and sophistication. I encourage you to make your next celebration truly special. Celebrate at Christner's. They're conveniently located in Orlando at 729 Lee Road, and that's just two blocks west of I-4. Christner's, prime steak and lobster. But first, we're pleased to be joined by our regular contributor and old friend, Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video, where your memories last forever. Hello, Vito. Thank you for joining us. Roger, it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. Great to be here. It's a beautiful day, and it's always a great day when I speak with you, Vito, and it's great to have you join us. I always love to have you share with our listeners. You know, speaking of network sound and video being the place where your memories last forever, I had a wonderful experience about a week or so ago when, and I had, you know, thanks to you, and a, a dear friend, Terrell Hendricks, one of your customers and one of our listeners, um, shared, actually went to Network Sound and Video, had a CD made of a Popka High School football, 1968 and 69. 
And of course, as a youngster growing up in a pop in those days, I went to every single game in those days and talk about memories lasting forever. Uh, thanks to you and, th- and Rhonda and thanks to Terrell, I now have memories, uh, can relive memories of over 50 years ago that were very important to me at the time and are even more important to me now. That was a great game that we uh, transferred over. And I didn't even know that all that was supposed to take place. You know, he came in and said, we've got these old uh, football videos. Can we convert those over to DVD? And I said, yeah, sure. And he made a couple copies of them. And uh, I didn't know, lo and behold, that one of those copies was going to be dedicated to you, Roger Franklin Williams. And I thought that was so great. And how I found out about it was I saw a post on Facebook and I said, "Wow, that's a really great dedication." And it was just a, just a thrill to see that uh, the stuff goes around, you know, because you are such a, a football nut. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah, and, and that and particular so those personal. Said, I got to get one of these over to Rod. So <laughs> he did, and that was a really really cool thing. I really appreciate you know working with him and restoring his uh, his videos for him. And we've done such uh, you know other things for him also. But that was a great little surprise seeing that there and. And then you would call and told me that they're all come in. That wonderful. That was that was a lot of fun. And That's of course, kind of stuff that makes us happy. He's had multiple ones made, and, and of course, you can make more. Of course, uh, right. uh, for his various teammates and the legions of other Apopka High School Blue Darter football fans as well. Um, now, can you talk about you? Know, and, and that kind of you know, jogs my memory a little bit, or, or, or prompts me to. Just kind of ask you, what? How far back do some of your projects go? I mean, this project went back um, fifty plus years, you nineteen sixty eight, nineteen sixty nine, and I know that's probably a routine occurrence for you. Just um, can you t- share a bit about some of the ones that go way back, farther than that? But we've seen guys playing football with those leather caps on, with the little flaps <laughs> on their ears, and they'd have winter coats on, running through the snow. I mean, they go way, way back, and you talk about safety and rules. There weren't very, very many, except, you know, you catch the ball, you run over that line, and that's a touchdown. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's, uh, uh, and some of the refs that you see out there, you're looking at something, they, they didn't have the replays, but you could plainly see somebody's foot was way out of line. And it was almost like the coaches saying, in the words of Sergeant Schultz back on Hogan's Heroes, I see nothing. You know, it's like they just, they just went. And stuff would just happen, but uh, it was really fun. So we've gone way, way back when it comes to uh, football highlights for sure. But funny you would ask that because a gentleman came in today. He's a regular customer, comes in from time to time, and we've restored a lot of his things for him. And he brought in some pictures, and he's got them in a little envelope. And he says, I wanted you to see if you can restore these because these are very old. They were his grandmother, great-grandparents, I believe. And this gentleman is well into his 80s. So I'm thinking, great-grandparents. Okay, well, he pulls out these Three or four pictures. And, Roger, these pictures were actually printed on copper tint, uh, pieces of uh, copper uh, squares. They actually like almost like embedded these pictures into this copper backing and, and metal plates. And it was amazing. And um, what we're going to do with those is restore the pictures, try to put them into some kind of you know color or, or sepia tone for him, and repair the little imperfections in the faces and the hairs and the jackets where they kind of got beat over the years. But you ask, you'd say, this was supposed to be from around the 1850s, believe it or not. And that's the uh, that's one of the oldest things that we've ever done. We've done 1800s before when it came to slides, and these were glass slides, but this even goes further back yet. 
So yeah, we go we go way way back, and we've done film from the 1920s, and some of that even included. Um, I don't know if you remember this guy is Charles Lindbergh's first flight Absolutely. transatlantic from New York to Paris in 1927. We've done films like that and restore these things and put them on DVD and, and digital for folks. And you're talking about darn near 100 years right there in film presentation. When you think about a 16 millimeter came out in 1923. So the people that had these films definitely had a look, were a little bit more well-to-do, if you know what I mean, to, to have films done way back there and to be able to have them and to preserve them now as we had is you know quite a challenge but a lot of fun. Boy, I tell you to look at that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we go back a few years, Raj. Of course, yeah, Charles Lindbergh, of course, um, I would say arguably or maybe inarguably the most popular American um, in America uh, during those years, the late 20s. And, of Absolutely. course, his, his you know, famous transatlantic uh, flight um, solo, first time that had ever been done. Um, now, you know, Vito, I'm looking at my long to-do list of things I need to get over to you. Um and one of those at the top of it is a photo slideshow. Can you talk about, first of all, what is a photo slideshow? And kind of share with our listeners how they could um, you know, take advantage of this wonderful opportunity. Well, first of all, the best thing to do with your old pictures, and we see these, they're piled up here like you wouldn't believe. People bring in, you know, crates, bucket loads, and books full of their photographs. Now, most of the time back in the day when I'm talking in the day, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, but we've brought, you know, brought pictures back from way earlier than that. They'll bring the photos in, and they don't know. They have the only ones, for instance, because you didn't just make a copy of today. You just forward the picture, you know, from your cell phone, for instance. But uh, it, it, what they, what we do is we accumulate all these pictures and we scan them and we make them into JPEG files, which are easy to share. But if they wanted to take, say, for instance, they may bring 500 pictures in, which would be too many to do a slideshow because it would be too long. But they may take maybe 100 or 200 of those pictures, and what we do is we put those into slideshow feature where the pictures actually talk to each other and one moves into the next, into the next, into the next. And then we can add people's favorite music to them, and it just makes a great gift. But the main, the main thing is that they preserve now all the pictures, but only had to pull a few of them or a few hundred, for instance, if they wanted to, to put a slideshow together. It makes a great gift. We scan a family picture, put it on the front cover of the DVD album if we're doing them that way, and then they can share. They can make copies of the discs, or if we want to put them, if they wanted to put them on a flash drive or a thumb drive, we create MP4 files for them so they can look at them and share them that way. But the main thing is they're getting these old things out of their old photo books, which are literally 50, 60, 70 pounds of books. Sometimes we'll have people will bring in, and we'll put them on a single flash drive, external drive, or DVD set. And they just can't believe it. They're shaking their head and they say, I can't believe I brought all these pictures in. And they fit on a single little flash drive or an external. So that's one of the great ways that uh, you can share your photos because it's not just the photos themselves, but putting them into the music slideshow. We do them all the time. Another one of the many great resources. Now, Vita, we got about two minutes before I break. And I, I want to ask you about military audio reels. And maybe, could you stay with us for a few minutes after we go to break? Sure, absolutely. Because I want to talk about Mother's Day as well. Now is, is exactly the right time to start thinking about Mother's Day, especially in, as it relates to network sound and video. Um, and But can you talk about just briefly uh, military audio reels? The military audio reels were called back in the day love letters. And they were just a little three-inch diameter, quarter-inch reel 
and folks, what they would do, mom and pop would, would record on a little reel, put it in a little a little square box, usually a little yellow box, and stamp it and send it to the service people, no matter where they were, whether they were in, still in the States or they in California or they were in NAM, uh, anywhere, Germany. We've seen these things, Amsterdam, all over the world. And then the the service person would then take their little tape recorder and they would re-record their message and send them back to mom and dad back home. So that's what they called love letters because they were audio love letters, not just like writing a letter and putting it in a, in a, you know, an envelope. And these were so precious because they told every imaginable thing on these things, from uh, how they miss moms to you know homemade baked potatoes to uh, to what's going on in the foxholes. So this is amazing. We get them in all the time, and it's just an amazing way to relive these memories and put them on a CD or an MP3 so that the folks can listen to these again. And what a great... We'll pick it up when we come back from the break, but what a wonderful, another wonderful resource provided by Vito and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. Friends, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back on the Roger Frank and Williams show with our special guest, Vito Fuhrer of Network Sound and Video. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Well, friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. We have great guests, and we're speaking with one of them right now, Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. Of course, but we'll go back to Vito Fira in just a moment. Before we do, I want to tell you about a little bit more about our friends up here at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. And let you know that the entire month of March, Apopka Mower has tremendous specials on a large variety of outstanding lawnmowers. Those include Skag, Toro, and Bad Boy Mowers. In fact, they are promoting these heavily among other places on Facebook. And if you have Facebook, I encourage you to go to the Apopka Mower Equipment Repair page and you'll find out about outstanding specials on top-of-the-line lawnmowers from top-of-the-line manufacturers. But, of course, also a Popkin Morning Equipment Repair is your one-stop headquarters for all of your lawn and garden needs. And they're also your home for steel power equipment products. You can find them at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's between the Plym- between Plymouth Arena Road and the 429 on the north side of a Popka. A Popka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. You can find out more at apopkinmower.com. And we'll be up there on Saturday the 27th from 12 noon to 1 p.m. So I encourage you to come up and see us on a day that celebrates 50-plus years of excellence for Apopka Blue Darter Baseball. Now let's go back to Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. And Vito, when we went to break, you were telling us about a wonderful project that about, um, you know, that helps veterans, you know, families of veterans relive their days in military service going all the way back to World War II. And can you just, and it's called, they're called military audio reels. And that's another thing that you specialize in preserving and updating. And can you just kind of finish telling us about military audio reels? Tell you a little bit about a story that just happened this week, as a matter of fact, the gentleman brought in about 50 reels of film which is also in a small little square yellow box. It's a three-inch piece of film that lasts 
when you roll it about three minutes and 15 seconds. But within all of those boxes of his film, which we transferred over very nicely, there was no sound on it, but just picture, they went out real, real fine. Uh, my tech came up to me and says, guess what? Inside of one of those little boxes, he thought, was a video film. It was not. It was an audio reel. And darn if it wasn't one of these 19, uh, late 60s audio reel of this guy, Billy, going back and forth and talking to his mom and his dad and his brother, who was playing the piano for him in the background and then sending them back over. Well, guess what? Out of all those films, which were priceless, one of the most impressive things that he received was this audio reel of a reel that we transferred into CD for him. It just blew him away because he had no idea where that was, whatever happened to it, and then you're going back from 50-some years, and it's just amazing. But that was a love letter from uh, Vietnam. So back and forth, he says, that was me, I'm Billy, I'm Billy. <laughs> so it makes it so exciting. Absolutely you know? incredible. Yeah. I mean, and, and I know that's got to make you feel good uh, uh, to, to just to be a part of people's lives in this very positive way. Exactly. Finding things that they didn't even know they had, they thought they lost. And a lot of times the boxes get mixed up like this. A videotape will come in and it'll say, you know, it'll just say maybe it went to Disney, but here it was the, the original football film or basketball film or something like that, that that they had years, but it got a wrong label on it. And then we'll transfer it over and so say, we found it. And they're like, you got my football film or video. They get so excited because they know they've been looking for this thing for years and years. And I, I think I mentioned one other time about the gen- a gentleman had come into the store and he brought his videotapes. He says, these are my old football films. I played in high school, but my son will not believe me that I played in high school because I kept telling him, well, he found his football tapes and we transferred those over to DVD and flash for him. And the last thing he walked out the door, he turned around and looked at me and he said to me, now my son's going to believe me I played high school football. <laughs> and we laughed. So that's the thing. It's like unbelievable, and and they and they can actually show these kids. He couldn't wait. That was the main thing. He couldn't wait to go home and show his son. Now yeah, it's amazing the the many here. variety of ways that you uh, yeah. make a positive impact in your customers' lives. Friends, we're speaking with Vito Fear of Network Sound and Video. You can find them twenty four hours a day at networksoundandvideo.com. You can also call them at four zero seven eight three four eight five five five. Or just go by and see them. They're conveniently located in Longwood at 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in the Merritt Center. And that's near the, the big tree area of Longwood on Ronald Reagan Boulevard. Now, Vito, I, of course, want to talk about Mother's Day. Mother's Day is not too far away now. And especially in terms of the work, great work that you would do on wonderful Mother's Day's gifts. What are some of your advice for people um, First of all, to consider that are considering uh, a Mother's Day gift uh, for mom from Network Sound and Video, or to suggest uh, some things that they might consider. Well, one of the most favorite things a mom could probably ever receive would be a family video or archive reminding her of the kids when they were little, herself, her family, her her parents, and such. And who would be more popular to her than her own family? Hence, watching their own family videos or listening to their own family tapes or their cassette recordings and testimonials and anything mom might have. So it makes a priceless gift that's also an endless gift because they can listen to it or watch these over and over again. And then also the main thing is 
they can share them because we can make copies of all these for the rest of the family. A lot of the times the kids maybe were either infants, not born yet, or one or two or three years old, and then the, the equipment broke, like the VCR broke, the Betamax thing broke, uh, they went to high eight machines, and those all broke. The camcorders are shot. And they think that these things are absolutely wasted, but they're not. So we bring them back to life. We have all the equipment. We keep it in perfect condition. We do everything in-house. We restore everything. We don't send anything out. And it's, it's too priceless anyhow to put it in a box and just send it somewhere when you're local and you can bring it right in here. So that's one of the main things. So restoring any other things that they might have around the house like that, even pictures, 35-millimeter slides, videos, cassettes, record albums, and putting that in a package for mom for Mother's Day. An, an endless, ha- you know, happy type of gift. It's just wonderful. And, and the mothers tell us that because moms will come back and say, my daughter did this, my son did this for me. Can you make me a copy for my sister? So this is how we hear this. And it's, just, it's just real pleasant. It's fun. I get paid for doing this, Roger. You believe it? <laughs> I think I stole a line from a comedian way back in the day. But Steve Martin used to say, <laughs> he has so much fun telling jokes and standing up on the stage. He says, I get paid for doing this. It's a wonderful, wonderful gift. And uh, it's a gift from God. God owns this business. We just run it for him. I always tell folks that, too, when they come in. And you know, the wonderful thing is that it's the peace of mind from working with you. You know, you don't have to, I know from my own personal experience, you don't have to box up your precious memories, ship them off to, right. to Lord knows who, you know, in some foreign big city or town, New York, Chicago, L.A., wherever uh, these national places might be. Uh, no telling who's going to be working on it. Um, you know, you, um, you know, our, our listeners can take your precious, precious memories directly to Vito and Rhonda, literally hand them to them over at 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. And I know that gives tremendous peace of mind to your customers. It, it absolutely does, and we have regular hours, which are Monday through Thursday, 10 to 6, and Friday, 10 to 5. However, we answer our phones early in the morning, and we answer phones late at night and on weekends. So people have requests if they have an emergency. Uh, unfortunately, if they have maybe you know someone has passed and they have to have a photo slide to do a presentation for a church that's coming up real soon, they can contact us. We'll make sure we'll actually come in even on weekends and try to work on those things for them. So that they can uh, meet, make you know, meet those deadlines and such. Birthdays, holidays, or like I said, something that's a bereavement celebration of life. But uh, that's why we're here. And, and they're surprised when we even answer the phone. I said, "Hey, this is it. This is the main thing. We don't want to just have an answering machine answer the phone. We want a real person. We'll talk to you. We'll sit down with them face to face and make sure that we restore those memories and put something together new." The personal touch, and you can't pay. You know, that's something money can't buy. Is the uh just the, the pure joy and the, and the pride that you take in the great work that you do on behalf of your, your customers. Well, Vito, it's been great to have you join us today. Anything else you'd like to uh, share with us before we sign off here in a few seconds? Well, I just want to just tell you that how many people come into the office on a daily basis and they tell us every time, you know, how they heard about us. And one lady sat there this week and she said to me, you know, you didn't ask me how you heard about, I heard about you. And I said, you know what? I didn't ask how you heard about us. And she said, I was listening to the radio in WRL, one of these stations. And she said, I heard you on the radio on, and on the ads and, uh, and doing the discussions. And that's how, and that's why I'm here. So that's one of the main things that, uh, I just want you to hear 
you know, our uh, our best customers, our listeners to your radio station. That's wonderful, and it's uh, it's a joy to promote you and to share with the great about the great work that you do with our valuable listeners and our cherished listeners. Well, Vito, thank you for joining us today. We look forward to catching up with you soon, and I'll be by to see you as well soon. Very good. Thank you, Raj. God bless all. Vito Fira, Network Sound and Video, of course, as I said before, you can find them at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com online. You can call them at 407-834-8555. That's 407-834-8555. Or just go by and see them, and they'd love to see you. They're located at 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. Well, friends, before we go to break, I want to give a shout out to our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain has been voted best chiropractor now once again for 16 years in a row. So when you're in pain, I encourage you to see Dr. St. Germain. Dr. Patrick St. Germain voted best chiropractor once again. 407-834-8555. 